Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, John. Good morning. So we were talking last segment before we get to the actual football. Uh, the, the NFL ratings continue to be a big story, okay? The numbers, especially with the primetime games, could continue to uh they're still big numbers okay let's let's not get it wrong they're still very big numbers but they're they're down drastically from say a year ago uh the commissioner said they're looking into it i mean are we any closer or are you any closer to coming up with some type of explanation or reason a full explanation no i don't think anybody really has it right now i mean you can point to a bunch of things i mean they have gone back and even told the owners some of the research from election years and usually there's like about a five maybe six percent drop i mean in 2000 it was a big drop in ratings during the election period that is in part one of the reasons i think uh you can see marquee matchups i think are right now in question that's a big issue because for example uh you know you start the season i mean you don't have Tom Brady for four games. You don't have Peyton Manning in the league anymore. So those things are affected. The quality of some of the Thursday night games and some of the night games, that's been a huge factor. So you can throw a lot of different things. I think one of the factors that they haven't figured out yet is that with so many cord cutters, you know, people that are getting away from cable TV and uh, trying to just go ahead and uh, you know watch things on their phone there's no way to identify exactly the viewership of that and so uh, you know you have a, maybe the Millennials are kind of affecting things so there's a lot of different factors I know you talk to the owners they they're they're not it's not that they're concerned they think there's still the same number of people that are watching but they're watching in a different way so there's no true answer at this stage and it has to be monitored i guess once you get past the election and then find out uh, where things are then you start to really kind of pinpoint where it is john do you think the product has changed at all with the the lack of good offensive line play or or, or any kind of like deep ball thunderous game i think to a degree yeah I think that you can see there's a lot of bad games out there. And now, of course, the league talks about the fact that 60% or so are one-possession type games. You know, it's eight points or less, and the games are competitive, but the games aren't well played. I mean, you've seen some Thursday night games that have just been awful, and they may be 21 to 13. They may be, you know, 17 to 14, whatever. Uh, But I think the quality of play right now has some effect on it because some of it's just not good football. They do have a, a giant enough size, the body of work of the Thursday night game, where they they got to be having this discussion. Is this going to be continuing? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, and is it going to be continuing? Yeah, because it's still uh, money. And at some point, what they believe is that you know there'll be one network that'll bid for it full because right now you have two networks that are kind of sharing a portion of it as opposed to getting all these games. But I think when you see, you know, they, they usually try to put matchups where it's going to be division games to make it a little bit easier for the players to try to go because they're familiar with the teams that they go against. But the problem is the games aren't good. And so, uh, you know, are they going to go back and say, well, maybe we should eliminate Thursday night football? No, they think eventually it's going to be a billion dollar product. So uh, but they've, they've got to understand it's like some of these games are not good and not watchable. 
If you want to get in your text questions with John, we usually do two segments with me. We're, we got a scheduling conflict today as we're live at American Airlines Arena. So we're doing one long segment. If you want to get in your calls, 786-360-0790 or your text questions, 67974. John, last weekend, the Dolphins, they uh, they beat the Steelers real good. Is is there is there hope on, on the Dolphins' side here that maybe they can duplicate that effort every once in a while? Well, yeah. I mean, there's hope. But you have to try to do it and be consistent in trying to do it. So, uh, you know, big game coming up against Buffalo. You start clawing your way back in. If you beat Buffalo, now you're within one game of the Bills for second place and then start thinking that maybe you can get back in. Uh, But it just seems like there's so many questions with this team. Now, you know, Ryan Tannehill had a good game. The defense finally had a good game. But, uh, you know, there's so many things that you look at and you say, okay, so why is Mario Williams now really a backup? And, you know, what's the... What's the play of Cameron Wake and those different things? Injuries play a factor in this, too. But, uh, hey, you know, you could take it one week at a time, and at least last week was a good start and a good win. Speaking a little bit about injuries, I see that my buddy Luke Wilson had up surgery the other day for your Seattle Seahawks, and then Bennett got a little dinged up. And then have we seen the turn now with the, with the Seattle Seahawks, how they do their, their, their repetitive slow start, and now they start getting a little bit healthier, and then we get that momentum shift now after that Atlanta win? Yeah, it's starting to. Yeah, but there's no question because uh, this team is so talented, and you know Luke Wilson's going to miss probably two or three weeks. It was just a scope, but overall, I mean, you can see that it's still going to take time for Russell Wilson to come off his injuries because he's still fighting back from a high ankle sprain, and he's also fighting back from an MCL injury. So that's kind of slowly coming back, and that the, the running game hasn't really been established, but that should start coming. The defense is great. They have one stretch in the third quarter against Matt Ryan where they got out of kilter, gave up three touchdown drives, yet uh, they were able to get Russell Wilson to drive them back and get the victory. So, yeah, they're starting to pick things up, and this is going to be the big test Sunday night because Arizona Cardinals, they're trying to salvage their season and stay in this race. If Seattle can do something to Carson Palmer, who has a hamstring injury and has you know some injury concerns himself, then uh, all of a sudden it's full, full, full go. Since Seattle seems to be clicking at the right time, should our opinion change at all regarding the Falcons for that loss? Yes, because what they've done, I mean, you think about the idea that last year they got off to, what, a 5-0 and start and then hit a, a dull spot and then came back and went 8-8. Eight and eight. Now they go to Denver on the road and win. They go to Seattle and almost win. That's, that's huge. And you can see that uh, Kyle Shanahan's in a better place with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's playing like an MVP. They've got some young guys on defense that's starting to filter in. So I think this team's starting to come together, and it now looks like the best team in the NFC South. John, does the NFL, is there any chance there we're going to get to a point where they reconsider the pass interference penalty as a whole? I mean, that was a brutal finish to an incredible game between Seattle and Atlanta. I mean, there's going to be a push. I mean, the coaches, Bill Belichick kind of, being one leading the charge they're going to try to do it but i don't know if it's going to succeed because uh you know if you if you in what way i mean i guess the only way that it can be changed is put it into replay and there's a reluctance by the competition committee and the league to try to do that well what i would say is if they go i think it's i think the spot foul i think it's the worst rule in sports if they did it the way college football does with the 15 yard penalty i think that penalty is called at the end of the game if that's the penalty yeah but see here's and this is one where i would i don't i don't go for that because it's going to lead to more 
more interference calls and that's not what you want to see because now you're seeing stoppages of play uh, you know if you're going to be a cornerback that's looking like it's going to be beat for a 30-yard pass you'd rather just get that 15-yard penalty and I think you can see that that one won't I don't, I don't think see that one working too well it's they've done it up at what in the CFL and a lot of people don't like it up there. That's one where I know 30 yards, 35 yards, the spot foul is huge. But I think the only way that you would want to really challenge it is to put it into replay. John, am I remembering correctly that the Steelers was one of your Super Bowl picks before the season? Yes, Steelers in Seattle. So has your opinion about the Steelers changed at all with the injury to Roethlisberger? Mm, right now it's starting to lean toward the New England Patriots, but I would still put Pittsburgh number two. I don't think this is going to be a four- to six-week injury. I think it's only going to be one to two uh, three at the most so that's going to hurt them and it's certainly going to give uh, Pittsburgh a chance to lose to New England and that's going to give them the edge in any kind of a, a seeding type of thing so New England looks like they're going to be the number one seed but I still think Pittsburgh has enough talent when healthy to go into Foxborough and try to win but uh, now you know this is going to be that little changing of the guard as far as my my opinion because you know New England should be able to beat Pittsburgh and if that's going to be the case uh, then they have the best chance to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC all right, let's get in a couple calls for John here. Let's start off with Jason. Jason, go ahead with your question for John Clayton. Hey, John, how you doing today? I wanted to know, um, with all the new rules and the concussion, obviously, the concussion problems, do you think the big hits and the lack of tough defense is affecting the NFL viewership? I know for me, I do like old smash mouth football, play defense, run the ball. Hits over the middle. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it's because uh, if you're going to be that into the game, <clears throat> you know, uh, things like that aren't going to chase it away. Because I mean, it sounds like you're a very deep, sound football fan, and so uh, you know, you may not like it, and a lot of people may not like this and kind of making a softer game. But I don't think it's going to be the one that's chasing away from the game. Let's get some text questions here for John Clayton. John Ryan Tannehill, yay or nay? And this texter wants you to be real. I'm still yay because, I mean, what's what's the other alternative? I mean, it's like, uh, you know, he's he's not performing. He's not he's still not getting the most out of his game. I mean, the fact that he struggles to get 20 points a start, that's not good. You still look at the ability. I mean, he's completing, what, 66% of his passes. That's like my second best in his career. But, you know, the stats still need to come into points, and they need to get more touchdown drives. And, you know, uh, the offensive line problems have led to a lot of sacks. Uh, you figure that Adam Gay is going to continue to try to make this thing work, but right now not good enough. But then, you know, what's the alternative? Start to go through that whole process like after Dan Marino and go quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. Where are you this weekend, John? I'm going to go KC, New Orleans in KC. Excellent. Uh, great job as always, John. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.